0: Ephesians, Ephesians, amen, glory to God, glory to God. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 20, it's, it's, you know, Uncle Sammy is so special in every way. The outing service is our Thanksgiving service in every way. This was his home for every member of the family. You're welcome home yet. This was Sammy's home. Like I said on Thursday, he always felt at home in this place. Glory to God. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20. I want us to read properly. I'll be teaching the believers' thanksgiving. Today, the believers' thanksgiving. There's a reason why believers give thanks. And so we don't want to miss the purpose and the aim of thanksgiving. Glory to God. Let's read together um, uh, in concert at the count, count of three. One, two, three. Giving thanks always for all things unto God And the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ooh, that's good. Let's do it again. One, two, three, go. Giving thanks always, not sometimes. Did you see that? Giving thanks always, not sometimes. Not sometimes. Always. Tell your neighbor, always give thanks. Say it loud, always give thanks. Shout it one more time, always give thanks. Say it again, say, always give thanks. One more time, let's read it together and then we'll go straight into God's word. One, two, three, go. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father of our name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, thank you for your word in Jesus' name. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. I say this every Sunday to you that the purpose, when purpose is not known, misuse is inevitable. The purpose of the scripture is for Christology. So you read theology to know Christology, and when you see Christology, what it brings to you is soteriology. I'll explain what I just said. The purpose of the Bible theology is to know the role of Christ, Christology. Once you see the role of Christ, Christology, what it gives to you is what? Soteriology. Soteriology is salvation. So make it simpler, I read my Bible to know about Jesus. Once I see Jesus salvation is dispensed so when you read your Bible you must make sure you see Jesus because Jesus is the word of God the Bible is a book the word of God is a person your Bible can fall to the ground but the word of God cannot fall to the ground the content of the scripture in its entirety and totality is speaking of Jesus Jesus is the message in the scripture every time you read your Bible and you don't see Jesus you have not read properly until you see the word of God that is the person then you have read properly the word of God is a person John chapter 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God the same was with him in the beginning all things were made by him and without him was anything made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shines in darkness John first, John chapter 5 verse 7 watch this he says for there are three that bear record in heaven the father the word and the Spirit. He didn't say there are three in heaven, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. So you can actually pray in the name of God, the Father, the Word, and the Spirit, and you're right. Because Jesus is the Word of God. Jesus is not small version of God. Jesus is the very God of very God. Jesus Jesus is not iPhone 14 and God is iPhone 14 Pro Max. No! Jesus is the very God. Jesus is what makes God God. So don't come to me, you know, people. Is, you know, is, you know, is he born again? No, you see, his heart, eh? He's heart, eh? And he's so nice. Niceness is not the fruit of the Spirit, people of God. He came in nice and he's a devil. So 2023, don't stress me. Don't stress me. Don't do that. Don't do that. He's so Jesus is what. Philippians chapter two verse six. Give me AMPC. Philippians two verse six. AMPC. Oh wow! I didn't give you. Did I give you the scripture? I'm sure I did. Watch this. Who, although being essentially one with God and the form of God, watch this, possessing the fullness of the attribute which makes God God. So Jesus is the factor that makes God God. Oh. So once you remove Jesus from there, you don't have God. K-N-O-W is pronounced no. N-O is pronounced no. They're pronounced the same, but they don't mean the same thing. K-N-O-W, Jesus. K-N-O-W, God. N-O, Jesus. N-O, fly away Jesus. Fly away God. Come back, Jesus. Come back, God. You cannot know God outside of Jesus. Jesus is God. I can't wait to share with you next week, Sunday. How that God came out of God with a face called Jesus. Used the virgin womb as his changing room, Born by the zeal of God to die for mankind. My God. So when you say son of God, it's not me and my son, Salem. Son of God is a term. Son is the father in the flesh. That's what it means. Son is the father in the flesh. Son of God means the father is in the flesh. Spirit of God is the father in the believer. The so son of God is not a lower version. The son of God is the father in the flesh. Spirit of God is the father in the believer. So when I say you have the spirit of God, I'm saying you carry the father. Oh. So it's not just our father who at heaven is our father who's within me. So I don't look to the mountains for where command my help. I look within me for where command my help. Shout glory! Oh God, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. What is Trinity? Simple, it's not complex. It's H2O. It's ice. It's liquid. It's vapor. It's still H2O. Ice, God, liquid, Jesus, vapor, spirit. still H2O. You feel I'm shaking? It's, It's still H2O. So when you say, what is, what is, the entirety and the totality of the scripture is the will of the Father the work of the Son, and the witness of the Spirit. That's all. I just summarized the whole Bible to you. The whole Bible is talking about the will of the Father, the work of the Son, and so Jesus is the essential content. He is the, oh my, the litmus test that you are reading in the Bible is that you are seeing Jesus. It doesn't matter where you read from. You can be reading the Old Testament and you'll be seeing Jesus in types, in shadows, in pictures. Oh my God. You see that? The Bible says Jesus met the guys walking to Emmaus and the Bible says beginning from Moses to all the prophets, he expounded to them things concerning himself. That means when he opened the scripture to them, he didn't show them Isaiah, he didn't show them Elijah, he showed them himself. Beginning from Moses and all the prophets, he expounded the things concerning himself. John chapter 5, verse, is this 37? He says, ye search the scriptures, because in them ye think you have eternal life, but they are they which testify of me. That means you cannot ignore me and read your Bible. You are missing the point. You are missing the point. Give me in the message translation. Message, you know message is petty. Message says, you have your heads in your Bibles constantly, because you think you find eternal life there, but you miss the forest for the trees these scriptures are all about me and here i am standing right before you and you aren't willing to receive from me that life you claim or you say you want you know you know when we say we thank god for life as we come into december 31st now so we just thank god for life what you are talking about is sleeping and waking up that's not life Life is a person. His name is Jesus. John chapter 1 in him was life and the life was the light of men. So there are many dead people moving around because they don't have Jesus. Jesus is life. Oh God, I'm preaching. God, I'm preaching. God, I'm preaching. Once you understand the concept of salvation, that which God has done in Christ for us, it makes thanksgiving easier. I will explain. I'll come to you in a minute. How do you think? Thank God for the message of the... You know, I said this to you all the time, that if what you preach to Mark Zuckerberg is different from what you preach to the gate man, one of them did not hear the gospel, or both of them did not hear the gospel, because the gospel is one size fits all. It makes the billionaire feel like, I am poor, except I'm in Christ. It makes the poor man feel like, I am rich in Christ. So he puts all of himself, all of us in one WhatsApp group. where Jesus is the admin. So nobody can kick you out. Nobody can kick you out. You see what I'm saying? So I said that to say, how are we going to now preach Thanksgiving in front of Auntie If all we preach about Thanksgiving is I bought a car, I bought a house, I got married, I got this, Things that unbelievers get for free. Is that why we are thanking God? The believer's thanksgiving. So to the believer, thanksgiving is not a day. It's a perspective. It's a position. It's a response. Oh God, I'm preaching good. No, it's not a day. No, no. The thanksgiving is a perspective, is a position, and is a response. You see, listen to me. You will need this message sometime in life. One more time. I should just say one. Thanksgiving is not a day. It's not an event. It's not a season. It's a perspective. It's a position. It's a response. It's the lifestyle of the believer. Are you listening to me? Let's welcome the apostles in quickly. Um, Let's welcome them quickly. Let's, Let's welcome Yes, Front seat, front seat. Glory to God. So lift your hands and say, Thanksgiving is my lifestyle, it's my perspective. Say it again, it's my lifestyle, it's my perspective, and it's my position and my disposition. Oh, wow, yeah. Did you see that? Lift your hands and say, Thanksgiving is my lifestyle, it's my perspective, it's my position and my disposition. Thanksgiving is my lifestyle. My perspective, my disposition. So I know a man, chain smoker, he smokes. Like, just keep smoking. So balls. I met one of his sons, and I said, ah, why are you smoking? He said to me, I saw my father. Then there was another guy, a second son of his, who's never touched cigarettes in his life. And I asked him, ah, but you're not smoking. Guess what he said? I saw my father. So both of them saw their father, but with different perspective. So one saw the father to say, hey, I don't want this thing. One saw the father and said, hey, my guy, when I grow up, I want to be like you. So thanksgiving is a perspective, is the position and the response of the believer. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, I can hear you. Glory to God. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18. In everything, give thanks. It says, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. What's the will of God? Give thanks. Like I said to you, keep the message. You will need it in the future. Thanksgiving is not an event. It's the position, the perspective, the response of the believer. How that you come into a situation in your life where all you can say is, God, you are good. God is good. And you are keeping your confession, not because it is sweet for you to say at that time, but because it is the position, it is the perspective, it is the response and the lifestyle of the believer. Tell the neighbor, I will be thankful. I will be thankful. I will be thankful. thankful. So we don't necessarily give give God thanks for things like cars and houses. It is the materialistic gospel that teaches that. Let's thank God for a brand new car. So Jesus just died to give you car. That's, that's why he died. To give you car and houses. That's what he's doing you. People without praying and fasting are having houses. Oh, I've I shared with you the story before of a guy who, um, who wanted to bring his boss, who's an unbeliever, to church and brought the flyer to the boss and said, look, at, it's, our, it's our convention. Uh, so the boss turned back and saw testimony. Since I joined this commission and I joined this church, I was owing 2000 220000 error, I paid it off. I did not have a car. God bless me, 1999 Corolla. I just bought a house in Mowe. The boss looked at him and said, is this what your God is doing? I do better than your God. Jesus did not come to give you cars. He came to give you lives. Life. Abundant life in quality, life in quantity, life in accelerated velocity. Life in volume and life in value. That's why Jesus died. So when we thank God, we're thanking God with this perspective. Thank you for the things that money can't buy. First, before we thank him for the things that money has done for us. Are you listening to me? It says, in all things, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ concerning you. That means no matter what you find yourself or where you find yourself, your response is, Father, thank you. Father, thank you. Sometimes it will not be sweet to I saw my own recently. It will not be sweet to say, Father, thank you. But he says, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. It says, be anxious. And you need to hold on to the scripture. Be anxious for nothing. That word careful is anxious. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving did you see that so thanksgiving is the envelope that wraps the mail of your intercession oh i did preach oh my god thanksgiving is the envelope that wraps that mail of your intercession that means no matter how you pray wrap why do you wrap it to thanksgiving because it's already done god is not about to do it god has done it already So it becomes the perspective of the believer. That this thing I'm asking God to do. is not something that God... See, you know what? One time God said to me, on your most intense prayer point, I'm smiling at you. I'm like, God, yeah. Because you and I were watching a live match. He's watching a replayed match. Oh, look at you. (laughs) It's a replayed match. Give me the next verse. It says, next verse, and the peace of God, which passed... what kind of peace do you think is the normal that passes will keep your heart and mind through christ jesus oh god the, you see peace of god is not peace with god peace with god is salvation for we have peace with God. Peace from God is you hear a definite word from God that changes your life. But the peace of God is seen from the perspective of God. That means you come to the point where you can say, you know what? Like God, I know that this thing, I don't know how, but it's going to work out for my good. Yeah. Are you listening to me? I, I say, I don't even care. Are you, you can't, you, none of us can imagine how the apostles or the battles or some of you, how you're feeling. But guess what? You need the peace of God that governs your heart. Keeps your mind together. So peace. Titanic did not sing because it was on water. Titanic sang because water got into the boat. Peace is the inner insulation in your soul. That it doesn't matter what you are going through. It doesn't go through me. Are you listening to me? That it doesn't matter what I am going through. I make sure that it cannot go through me. Are you listening to me? Are you so I can be going through hell and high waters, but I have the peace of God. Somebody lift your hand and say, I receive the peace of God. Say it loud, I receive the peace of God. Say, I have the peace of God. Shout it one more time, I receive the peace of God. Oh, say it again, I receive the peace of God. I have the peace of God. In the name of Jesus. Watch this, watch this. It says, and the peace of God will keep, which passage on understand, shall keep your hearts and minds, through Jesus Christ, you are kept by the. In this era of um, what's that thing that Gen Z use always for excuse? Mental health. Yes. Yeah. See. See. No, mommy is affecting my mental health. This, you're only as mentally healthy as the peace of God that is at work in your life. <laughs> I'm saying if you don't have the peace of God in Buhadis, Nigeria, you decrease already. I'm telling you the truth. You're mad. You don't just know. Many are mad. Few are roaming. serious you you are mad what keeps us in this country must be the peace of God when you see the dollar it say father thank you for peace (laughs) father thank you for peace because if you don't understand this how do you walk on water is the peace of God I pray for everyone listening today that the peace of God will flood your mind in the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus. The believer's thanksgiving is important. We don't thank God for stuff. We thank God for who he is. And what he has done for us. What he has done for us. So why do we thank God? I'm glad you asked. Colossians chapter 1 verse 12. I believe it says. Let's read together. Giving thanks unto the father. Which hath made us meet to be partakers. Of the inheritance of the saints in life. That's why we give thanks. Is that we are no longer bastards. We are no longer outsiders. We've been accepted in the beloved. And now we are in the family of God. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. This is the reason we can give thanks. So we give thanks for the finished work on the cross of Calvary. That's the only way an anti-Ozi can give thanks. You know why? Because you know, we have not lost Uncle Sami in glory. We've gained him in glory. Why? Because that's the product of the finished work. The product of the finished work, so it, you, you're not confused where he is, Father. Anywhere he is, no where is anywhere he is. We know where he is absent in the Lord; he's present with the Lord. Absent in the body, rather, right he's present with the Lord. So Pastor. If Father anywhere he is, his spirit is roaming. Which spirit is <laughs> how, how how is it hard absent in the body, present with the Lord? Do you, do you need Greek and Hebrews to unveil that? It's English. Why? The reason we can thank God for that is guess what? The finished work on the cross of Calvary. Finished work on the cross of Calvary. Tell anybody I'm accepted in the beloved. I don't have to perform to belong because I'm accepted in the beloved. I'm not trying to please God. Jesus pleased Him for me. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God, I hope you heard. Jesus, so I'm not in the treadmill of performance trying to please God. If you don't touch, your life will be tight. If you are suffering, check your offering. If you are sick, check your seed. What kind of wicked God is that? Then you think Jesus has bipolar. Father, did you wake up on the... Jesus, are you, are you on the good side of the bed this morning? No. I don't have to do all of that. Every time I come, I'm accepted and beloved. I'm accepted because of the finished work on the cross of Calvary. Because of what Jesus did. We can thank God properly. Glory to God. Glory to God. Jesus is the thinking pattern of God. Hold up a minute, pianist. Hold up. I need you to hear this. Jesus is the thinking pattern of God. If you want to know how God thinks, look at Jesus salvation is the the major constant interest of God. When you find a crisis, when you find problems, when you are asking God, God, what is your interest in this matter? See, you don't need to Google it. You don't need to pray. Salvation is always the interest of God in every situation because Jesus is the thinking pattern of God. Oh, God. Are you listening to me? We're going somewhere with this. I'll show you this. Even the book of Genesis doesn't start with creation. It starts with salvation. (laughs) Okay, okay. Because when you think of Genesis, you think of creation. Genesis was written by Moses. Moses was born in Exodus chapter 2. So it's not the oldest book in the Bible. Moses wrote out of Revelation. And that Revelation must be unveiled in the epistles. To see properly. Proper orthothomiology. To know what Moses was saying. I like the way everywhere is quiet. Okay, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Next verse. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Next verse. And God said, let there be light. This light was not the sun, was not the moon, was not the star. So what light is this? Because he created the sun, the moon, and the stars on the seventh day, sixth day, verse 14, 15, and 16. So what light was he talking about in Genesis chapter 1, verse 3? To understand the light, you have to interrogate the darkness. What darkness is that? If that darkness and light was not, the light there was no sun, so what light? Did he say, let there be light, and there was light? This is verse 3. Salvation precedes creation. Because it is the constant interest of God in every matter. So what is this light? Like? John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was with him in that beginning. All things were made by him. Without him was anything made that was made. In him was life. That life was the light of me. Verse 5. And the light shines in darkness. in Genesis chapter 1 verse 3 is not sun, moon and star it's Jesus' salvation so salvation precedes creation what is the darkness? the state of the man's heart without Jesus that's what darkness is I'm preaching good I'm preaching good preaching good John chapter 3 verse 16, 17, 18 let me show you something to substantiate the darkness and the light Let's read. Anytime you read the Bible out of context, you are a con man. So the Bible must be read contextually, pre-text, text, post-text. John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever Matthew wrote to the Jews, Mark wrote to the Gentiles, Ruth, Luke wrote to Theophilus, John wrote to whosoever believes. <sighs> Whosoever believes. If you believe, you can have it. Thief, prostitute, whatever. Whosoever believes, because the grace of God knows no boundaries. His acceptance sees no imperfection. The grace of God is so promiscuous it will flirt with anybody. So he says, whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting. 17 is where I'm going to come with me, come with me. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. 18. Watch Stay with me. He that believeth on him is not condemned but he that believeth not is condemned already because he had not believed in the name of. So you don't go to hell because you sin. You go to hell because you refused Jesus. Nobody's in heaven because they did not sin. Nobody's in hell because they sin. What takes you to hell is the rejection of Jesus. You need need a pastor to confuse you. Is that clear? It's the rejection of Jesus. But I'm not going to this place. It's the gospel. Next verse. Next verse. It says what? He that believeth on him is not... Next verse. Verse 19. Watch, 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 watch. Don't tell anybody this. And this is the condemnation. That light. (laughs) Genesis 1. That light is come. Into the world. But men loved the darkness. Rather than the salvation. Because their deeds were evil. So the darkness in Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. Is the state of a man's heart without Jesus. The light that was released is salvation. So the intention and the interest of God on every matter is salvation. It precedes creation. It's consistent. Consistent. I'm preaching good. Peter don't like to hear that, but I'm preaching good. <laughs> Glory to God. So salvation is the intention of God. On the Second Corinthians four verse six, see what Paul says: For God who commanded the light to shine. Genesis has what had shined. Where? 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 So the darkness was the state of a man's heart without. When light comes, is what salvation. Glory to God, glory to God, glory. It's so one of the major reasons we thank God on a service like this for Thanksgiving. Is eternal matters. What are the eternal matters? All my sins are forgiven. It's big deal. Oh, it's big deal. All my sins. I am aggressively forgiven by God. Listen to me. I'm in the waterfalls of forgiveness. Who who knows what I'm trying to talk about waterfalls? Have you been in a waterfall before? Next time you get there, try to dry yourself under the waterfall. You are like a man going to the bar beach trying to mop the beach. That's how you look when you keep reminding God of your sins. He's asking around, who is this guy talking about? What's Flourish talking about? Who's the abortion where? I, I don't know what you're talking about. Because he has forgiven aggressively. Stop reminding God of your past. He doesn't know what you're talking about. If any man be in Christ, he's not a renovation, he's not an upgraded version, he's not a refurbishment. He is new creature. All things are passed away. Behold! Shout glory! to God. Glory to God. Tell the neighbor I'm new. I'll say it well, I'm new. God has has wiped all my... Let me tell you something. Colossians 1 verse 14. Let's talk Bible. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. So we are not believing God for forgiveness of sins. We have forgiveness of sins. That's something to be grateful to God for. Are you listening to me? That's something really powerful to be grateful to God for. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness, watch this. He now says, according to the riches of his grace. Whoa, not out of the riches of his grace. So, for instance, I, I, I own 10 billion pounds tomorrow. Uh, they hit me here. Let me try. my I own 10 billion pounds tomorrow. And I say to you that I'm going to give you out of my riches. I can give you fifty thousand, because I said out of my riches. But it says you are forgiven according to the riches of His grace. That means God forgave you with everything He has, everything He is, everything He owns, everything He can ever be. Aggressively forgive you. Shout out, forgiven. Time shout not forgiven. Forgiven, forgiven. It it brings that security and peace on a different level. We're just knowing that God God can never be angry with me because of what He has done. Because he, he transferred that anger. If there was any anger in Him, there's no anger in God. That punishment on Jesus on the cross of Calvary, and it to be double Joppa. They tried to kill me. Like I said, some of you I said it last week, and then my wife warned me. Goat is not five thousand. And I'm like, so from that whole illustration, it's the 5,000 I was doing. They yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were just trying to codedly tell me to increase the money. In that sound. And just through pass. So a man stole a goat of 50,000 naira. Is that okay now? It's correct now. Okay, so, okay sorry. 100,000 naira is okay. The women are shouting, here. Mo, not stress me. <laughs> Okay, a man stole a goat of 100,000 naira. I'm trying to show you salvation plan. And then on his way, he don't parquet the goat, he don't bracket the So he has, he don't they move with the goat. They now apprehended him. He was parqueted and bracketed, you know what I mean? And they apprehended him and they began to beat him. He can hey, you must die. Somebody showed up and said, you know what? Don't kill him, beat me for him. They said, oh, now you send Are You will really die well. And he began to beat him for this guy. But before his death. he's dead. He's dropped a check. Say, As you are killing me, please don't, don't charge him to pay for the goods. That's what Jesus did for us. So he took our debt penalty but paid for. He died for our sins. He resurrected for our justification. Justification is just as if you never did it. So if you like, keep the video of the past. Now you know God not is here. If you're wasting your time. That's what, that's what Jesus did. But that's not where he stopped. He now went to the court of law and erased every document from the police station and the high court that has that theft to your name. Just in case you decide to run for governor tomorrow, nobody will say, ah, that guy went and still go that time, there's a record. So he cleaned the record. No. And when he cleaned the record, he didn't clean it because uh, we in Nigeria we like all oh, this is my father's side. My mother, you're on the Lord's side. Stop that prayer for he whom the son had set free is free indeed. I'm not trying to break any chain, I'm already free. Yeah. Shout yes, somebody. Yeah. So when he destroyed the record, he didn't destroy it to your grandfather's side, he destroyed it down to Adam. Every record he gets from Adam. That's what the Bible says. Completely erased it. Is that not powerful? It's powerful. So he died my debt. He offset the bill. And erased the record. But that's not where he stopped. We now found out that the check that he dropped to offset my bill is 100 trillion GPP. That currency with his surname, pound sterling. Just in case I steal any goats. Again. There is still a hundred trillion pound sterling that is speaking for me. So all your sins have been forgiven past, present, and future. Is that not powerful? That's what Jesus did for you. That's why we should be thankful to God. But that's not where he stopped. He now comes and enters into the man and changed him from within so that he will not be stealing God again. Shall glory. that's the work of salvation yes complete work finished work that's why first john chapter 2 first john chapter 2 verse 1 it says my little children these things write i unto you that you see not i'm not encouraging you to sin, but he now says and if any man sins we have an advocate the Advocate does not come to condemn you. The Advocate comes to defend you. We have an Advocate with the Father. Who is this Advocate? Jesus Christ, the Righteous. Shout glory! Woo! Verse 2. Verse 2. He says, and he is the propitiation. What is propitiation? Excess payment for our sins. Not just our sins, but for the sins of the whole world. Hallelujah 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 so we thank god we thank him for the finished work not for cars and houses unbelievers can have that even more than us too we thank him for what they cannot have what jesus paid for us on the cross of calvary and every time i come before god the blood of jesus speaketh better things than the blood of abel that therefore in christ there is therefore now no condemnation i am never condemned before the father i'm always accepted in the beloved i am not forgiven because i'm remorseful i am forgiven because he is merciful so my remorse doesn't trigger the forgiveness of sins it is his mercy this is the gospel Not my remorse that triggers. The Bible says, even if your heart condemns you, God is greater than your conscience. Greater than your conscience. And does not condemn you. This is the message of the gospel. I am not condemned. I'm under the waterfall of the forgiveness of sins. That alone is enough reason for everybody here to give thanks. To give thanks. Because heaven is not a reward for good behavior. Heaven is in the salvation package. You can't buy a brand. You can't tell me the AC is not working. You were duped. You were duped. What is heaven? Jesus is heaven. I never want to come to your house and don't see you. You are the one who makes your house special. I don't want to go to any heaven that Jesus is in there. Because Jesus is heaven in me. So it's never heaven at last, it's heaven at first. Okay, leave that. Because the heaven at last message is escapism. It makes you just want to run out of here. Heaven at first is God has brought heaven to you vertically so that you can dispense heaven horizontally. The intention of salvation is bring heaven to earth. It's not steal you to heaven. The reason you can't miss heaven is that when heaven come, heaven is coming to take you heaven to heaven because heaven cannot leave heaven behind. No, heaven can and rapture is not just that day when the heaven cracks open and takes no rapture is what happened to Uncle Sammy. That was his rapture. Heaven came to take heaven back to heaven. That's his, that's his rapture. The reason we can thank God in spite of our pains is that we know where he is. And you no matter what you are going through, the blood of Jesus speaketh better things. It's so wonderful to know that Jesus for me. It's it's a wonderful thing, to. It's so wonderful to know. It's so wonderful to know. Very rude and disrespectful. To know my savior, my savior. My sins are washed away Life, no fear in death, hearing the power of Christ. I stand from life's first breath to a final, Jesus commands my death. What no scheme. returns to spirit of mourning we activate the spirit of joy and rejoicing in your apostles, in your barrels, in every member of this church in the name of jesus you all sit we're just talking sit 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 glory to god glory to god hebrews chapter 10 from verse 12 hebrews chapter 10 from verse 12. but this man that's what he did that's what i was showing you after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God, from henceforth expecting his enemies, um, be made his footstool. Next verse, the Bible says, "Next verse, for by one offering, he had perfected us forever, wow. them that are sanctified, perfect, perfect, perfect. It creates security. I'm loved by God. I'm loved by God." I passionately you have to put that passionately loved by God so soon you know this, it don't matter who likes you it don't matter who don't like you so you all keep spending money that you don't have to to buy what you don't need to impress people that you don't like and you get frustrated because they didn't even notice it you need security, the love of God I'm loved by God I'm passionately loved by God tell you, say I'm passionately loved by God the, the, the heart sign is not the love sign. No. The <laughs> when you say, I love you, you just see that heart sign, Pooh. You, know, you know the heart sign? That poo. How can the heart sign be the love sign? When your Bible says, the heart of man is deceitful. <laughs> and desperately wicked. Then Bible now asks us a question, who can know it? What, what is the love sign? I'm glad you asked. Romans chapter 5 8. God demonstrated his love towards us that what we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. The cross is the sign of love. Oh, yeah. Tell anybody I cross you. That's, this, this is where I got my logo from. That's the church logo. It's love on the cross. Love on the cross. That when you want to talk about love, this is love. That somebody died for me. Jesus did not die to make bad people good. Jesus died to make dead people live. Oh, I'm preaching good. The purpose of his death was not to make bad. He didn't die to make those of us who were bad. You were not bad, you were dead. You know, there's that church verbiage, give your life to Christ. You don't have any life to give to Christ. Accept him into your heart. That's the right verbiage. When anyone you walk, use, choose to use, is fine. But the right verbiage, because you have no life to give to him. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. Is accept him into your life. When he comes into your life, you now have life, perhaps, to give to him. I'm preaching good. Just said it now, not show us (laughs) Bible. Colossians chapter 1, verse 12. Colossians 2, 2, 2 13. Give me 2 13. Colossians 2, verse 13. And you being dead in your sins, not you being a bad boy. Dead in your sins. So I, I used to have a daughter. Everybody she brought to me, no born again. not born again. No born. I'm like, oh, they're nice. And I'm like, niceness is not the fruit of the spirit. Find somebody who has the life of Christ. Well, last time I said, come, are you an undertaker? You're, you keep bringing dead men to my office. What is the problem? No, no, distress me. Are, are you an undertaker? Where do you, you keep finding these dead men? Dead men walking around Lagos. See, watch this. And you've been dead in your sins. I got to close, man. And, and the circumcision and your circumcision of your flesh. Had he quickened together with him, having forgiven. So how does he quicken you? By? Oh, come on. How does he quicken you? By? So it is forgiveness of sins that quickened us to life. You didn't hear what I said. It is the forgiveness of sins that quickened us to life. So without forgiveness of sins, you are not dead. Just dead men working. But Pastor Flourish. The Bible says in Psalms bless the Lord oh my soul and forget not all his benefits." So there is a benefit. There is a reason why. I said no problem. Let's read it. Psalms chapter 103 verse 1. Bless the Lord oh my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Can you see that? Verse 2 is the problem. Bless the Lord. Oh my, and forget the hair. Benefit. Oh now, because they praise God, he's going to do something for you. You're going praise him. <laughs> and there's, a, there's, another, there's another thing we've learned in church that praise and worship is a trigger. When you praise God, God is not a Yoruba king. That will just sit like this. And you're praising him. And like this. <laughs> You no, know, sir. MVP talk and let me they don't praise me. No, no, no. God cannot be triggered by your praise. We praise him for what he has already done, not what he's going to do for us. When he died, he said it is finished, not to be continued. So your praise is not a trigger, it's a response. Did you praise him to the cross? you were dead in sin when you went to the cross it was not your praise and worship that took him to the cross it was his love for you that took him to the cross so praise is not a trigger to move god say let us move god with our praise no 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 old testament he inhabits the praises of his people new testament he inhabits the praises the people of his praises he's not inhabiting my praise i am in him he is in me in him i live in him i move In him I have my being, for he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Just something light, something light, something light. So let's go back to Psalms. Pianist, hold on. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Pastor Flourish, there are benefits now. You are right. Let us see the benefits. Verse 3 Who forgiveth all? Die first, first, number one. First, he has forgiven me completely. Not that he will forgive, he has forgiven me completely in his entirety and totality. That is why we thank God. Tell him all my sins are forgiven. Say it one more time I'm not perfect, but I'm forgiven. I'm not perfect, but I'm forgiven. Forgiven. Totally forgiving. Glory to God. Glory to God. You split the sea so I can walk right through. My fears mm. are drowning in perfect love. It's powerful. Rescue. Small play. Wait, 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 They'll take that mic from you. Want to, you, want to, you want to... You want to... You want to... want to disgrace me. This is your shush. You're the one that got caught. Your small play. Yeah, 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 Thank you, sir. Man, no verse, okay. Ross, I know verse. My, they can't even go where I don't know. so we, we, you, we, don't, we don't thank God for things we thank God for first for who he is so it's easy for all of us Mama May, to thank God for who he is on a Sunday like this his faithfulness is not predicated on us but on who he is he's a good father there's nothing we can do about it so all those talk of, of if you don't praise God and that's what no 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 let's praise God to move him no no it's just that's just a blah blah blue 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 bolabba yeah. what, what I say what I do <laughs> I do yeah what is it? it's blah blah blue it's blue blue bolabba no. It's a town hall meeting. Amen. Just trying to make all you all laugh. I'm doing good. They play or they play? I'm just telling you <laughs> the, impo- <laughs> the impo- we, When we gather to thank God like this, thank- first, Father, thank you. For you have no record of my sins. But if you mark iniquity, who shall stand? But there is forgiveness in you. That's why I worship you. That's what David said. There is forgiveness in you. That's why I worship you. So when we worship today at the end of the service, we thank God because all our sins were forgiven. And Tehose can thank God because all Sammy's sins were forgiven. So we're not in that way he is. Do you see how that puts all of us in one place? We can all thank God powerfully. The last point in Thanksgiving before I close. Imagine, I hear Elon Musk is not the richest again. Who's the richest right now? Uh-huh. Eh? You like money, you go, no, Arnold, what again? It's uh-huh. okay, it's all right. Okay, that man that is the richest man in the world, Bernard. Arnold Bernard, right? Imagine he comes to Lagos and goes to Okitipupa. Because he wants to, why did I say to Yeah, I went there to preach. They gave me one bed with bed bug. I can never forget. So every time I'm preaching village, I used to call them like that. I hope the pastor is not watching me. Don't be angry. (laughs) So can you imagine he goes to Kitipupa? Pick one boy from the village in Kitipupa and say, right now, you are adopted into my family with full rights and privileges. Listen to me carefully and moves the boy out of Africa, out of Nigeria, to the United States, LA, California. (laughs) (laughs) Silicon Valley, you know what I'm saying? And says, right now you are my heir apparent. Everything I have, you have. What should he be thankful for? Should he be thankful for the things or just to be selected by him? That's how we thank God. The other things will come, but we focus on the main issue. Thank you for selecting me. When Paul spoke about adoption, Paul was not using it metaphorically. No, Paul was speaking to the Jews, so he knew exactly what he was saying. In that time, you cannot disown your biological child. You can disown disown your biological child, but you cannot disown your adopted child. Because now you go pick him. You cannot drop him. So Bible days, you can disown your biological child because you, you didn't have control over that child. But once you adopt, you can't drop that child. Yeah. So when Paul says we have been adopted, he was saying that you cannot leave this thing if God puts his hands on you. For whatever he does is eternal. For we have not received the spirit of bondage against to fear. We have received the spirit of adoption. Whereby we cry, Daddy! Oh. You cannot be... One time I had a friend who was believing God for the fruit of the womb and it took some time, so they went to the adoption house. Let me tell you, you think adoption is easy until you go to Lagos and try to adopt a child. Then you shall know. They will scrutinize you. Watch this, they won't scrutinize the child though. They will scrutinize you. Find out whether there's madness in your family. Find out whether there's abuse in your family. They are not scrutinizing the child, though. They are scrutinizing you. So God took scrutiny. Because he was going to adopt us. He put himself on the line and said, you know what? Scrutinize me. Punish me. But I'm adopting this child. Adopt. So, so we went to the adoption place. He's light-skinned in completion. The wife is light-skinned in completion. So they, they picked a child as light-skinned so that he can fit into the family picture. Another old first lady came, ex-first lady rather came, and saw a child who was almost going to die maybe in two weeks from now. And she said, I choose this one. So the guy said, hold up a minute. He has this... He's struggling from this. He has that. He's that. She said, yes, I choose this. That is the promiscuity of the grace of God. That God saw you. Your past. Your present. Your future. Everything you can ever do. Everything you can ever be. And say, before you were formed, I knew you before. I called you and then I predestinated you and then I glorified you. Having justified you. Justified, adopted by God. He cannot unadopt me for nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. Not life, not death, not heights, not, not things present, no things to come. Nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. That's why we worship Him. That's why we thank Him. So we don't thank Him for things, we thank Him for the finished work. And because we have that in perspective, Romans chapter 8 verse 32, I'm closing. Romans 8 verse 32. I'm doing well. It's just to 12. I'm really doing well. You only need to clap for me though. Like, doing well. It says, he that spared not his own son, if God gave you the best, he will give you the rest. Oh, that's the word for somebody right there. If God gave you, gave you his best, if God did not withhold Jesus from you, I like the scripture. It says, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up, for us all, how shall he not with him also freely? That means when Jesus comes, Jesus comes with some things. No salvation is not a cappella, it comes with the strings of healing, it comes with the drums of victory, it comes with the bass of power, it comes with the trumpets of miracle. For the Bible says there are things that accompany salvation. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? So that's how you thank God. How do you thank God? Because I have Jesus. I have everything I'm believing God for. Because I have Jesus, 2023 is secured. Because I have Jesus, I'm selected and chosen by God. Because I have Jesus, nothing is against me. Because I have Jesus, I can face tomorrow. Sammy may be gone, Antiozi, but Jesus is not gone. He's the friend that sticks closer than the brother. He's the one who dwells inside of you. He will be your helper, even in the times when... Because you have Jesus, that's how you know you have a bright future. For the path of the just is shineth brighter and brighter unto the the perfect day. I can never have a better yesterday. It can only get better for me. Why? I have Jesus. I have Jesus. So you thank God for the things that he has said concerning you. Because when God gives you a word, he's not telling you what he's about to do. Oh, you missed it. When God gives you a word, he's not telling you something that he's about to do. He's telling you what he has already done. You are just about to walk into it in time because it's in eternity. Isaiah said, Unto us a child is born, not a child will be born in a dispensation where Mary was not even born. He said, Unto us a child is born, unto us a child. Is given so when God gives you a prophetic word, He's not suggesting to you what He's about to start planning with the angels and say, Michael, oh, well, nadeo, aris, He's telling you what He has already done, you are just about to walk into it in time. You are just about to walk into it in time. I prophesy in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that everything you're believing God for, you are getting ready to walk into it in time. Thus says the Lord, eyes may have not seen, ears may not may have not heard, but you sense it in your spirit. Everything you're believing, God, for a good spouse, a good home, a good job, the next level of your life. Thus says the Lord is not about to come, it is already done you are about to walk into it in time for the steps of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord you may be going through bad times right now but get ready my brother the storm will soon be over with the door for a night of those who's the barrows but joy comes in the morning welcome to the season of celebration welcome to joy unending. if this is your walk throw your hands up and shout thank you Jesus Time thank you, Jesus. Shall it one more time, thank you, Jesus. You'll see them with just like a see see, see, see. Glory to God! Glory to God! Oh, God. Second Corinthians 4, verse 17 and 18. I don't know what you're going through, but God showed me the scripture to share with you for our light affliction. Which is but for a moment. Worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. I don't care what you're going through. Paul calls it light affliction. Oh God. Light affliction. Give me a message. Message says something. If you have, it says, these hard times are small potatoes. Message. He said, this thing is small tops. This small yeah they are small you you, you shock you i know <laughs> It not come you it shock you too it shocks everybody when they come to church These hard times are small potatoes, compared to the good times, the lavish celebration prepared for us. Get ready for party after party. Oh God, it's not for you, it's for your neighbor. Get ready for party after party. Your season of mourning are over. Your season of crying are over. Welcome to the season of your celebration. And I can say that to you because if God gave you Jesus, he will give you everything if God died on the cross for you he has given you everything I don't know whose word is this glory is coming out of your story power is coming out of your pain miracles is coming out of your mistakes power is coming out of your pain breakthrough is coming out of your breakdown ministry is coming out of your misery if this is your word throw your Shall so thank you, Jesus. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Thus says the Lord, your thanksgiving is what God has already done for you. You are about to walk into it in time. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. I prophesy: if your faith is powerful enough to receive between now and the end of the year something that is going to make you shout something that is going to make you dance something that is going to make you celebrate god is getting ready to release it into your life thus says the lord yes indeed it will belong now god's decree are going to happen so fast your head will swim one thing faster on the heels of the other you will be able to keep up everything will be happening at once and everywhere you look blessings blessings like wine pouring up the mountains and the hills and prophesy in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth you are too anointed to be disappointed you are too anointed to be disappointed you are too God hand is upon your life. Get ready for better days. Get ready for the beginning of the best days of your life. Whose word is this this morning? Thus says the Lord. We remain you for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I see power. I see success. What is ahead is bigger. What is ahead is brighter. Your head will not go down in shame, your head will be lifted up in praise. This is not your end. Welcome to the beginning of the best days of your life. Whose word is this? Yes, indeed. It, it won't belong now. God's decree, things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. One thing on the heels of the other you will be able to keep up everything will be happening at once and everywhere you look blessings you need to turn around and just decree everywhere look blessings and thanking him for the blessings and thinking him for prosperity and thinking him for success and thinking him for abundance and thanking him for miracles because he's not about done already done it's already done look at your neighbor says already done it's already done you're watching a live match God is seeing a replayed match God already knows no matter how tense you are jesus knows and god is about to. oh welcome to your season of celebration i feel the anointing of the holy ghost in this place everyone standing lift your hands i'm done i just feel like praying and prophesying we'll close very soon i feel like prophesying to somebody your days of crying are over there's a young lady in this room just weeping right now being consoled by your husband but get ready you're about to carry your baby Okay come on get ready you're about to carry your baby this will not come by mind it will not be by power it's by the spirit of the Lord I decree and declare incredible favor goes before you as you step out of this service your steps are ordered by the Lord your path directed by the Lord in the name of Jesus I prophesy one more time to you yes indeed it will be long now God's decree things are Happen so fast your head will swim one thing faster on the heels of the other, you won't be able to keep up everything will be happening at once. Come out of your past. Come into your future, away from your origin. Come into your destiny. David said, my soul is escaped like the bird. Out of the snare of the fowl, my prison doors are open. Shake yourself, oh, thou daughter of Zion. Loose yourself from the bounds that are around your neck. Your prison doors are open. Spread your wings and fly. Spread your wings and fly. Spread your wings and fly. Welcome to the beginning of the best days of your life. Not tomorrow this is your hour not tomorrow this is your season if this is your word throw your hands up shall thank you jesus one more time shall thank you jesus come on shall thank you jesus shall thank you jesus everyone stand. take home we thank him for jesus and the finished work we thank him because if he gave us jesus he will give us he has given us everything then we thank him because everything that we need has been released already he's not about to do it he has already done it the concept of provider is not someone who reacts provider means God sees to it. before my daughter came we we did our baby's room we fixed by the time she came from America the room was already ready God is better than me so everything you are believing God for God has fixed it already you are about to walk into it in time I used to drive past this road all the time did not know that I had a church to my right so, if you're single here and you're believing God for a spouse, you think the guy or the lady is being born today? The speed of fire. No, that's not what we do here. Is that the person already exists. But guess what is happening? God is about to reveal you to them. Or reveal them to you. And this may not just be maritally, but I'm speaking to you. Peter, hear you the word of the Lord. God is about to reveal... lift your hands father thank you everyone in this room i sense a strong anointing in this room everything you're believing god for is been released in this service because he has already done it the question is do you have faith to take it do you have every, every body standing every hands lifted i decree and declare i decree and declare over do you have faith to take it i decree right now that there is a release a mighty release in the name of jesus in the name of Jesus, walk into your promotion. Walk into your healing. He was wounded for your transgressions, bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of your peace was upon him. With the stripes of Jesus you are already healed. I decree you are healed right now. In the name of Jesus. You are healed right now. In the name of Jesus. as an anointing for ease. Father, right now, we release an anointing for ease upon your people. Your days of struggling are over. Receive peace. The peace that passes understanding, I decree, is released upon your life with great ease in the name of Jesus. If you know that was your word, I want you to clap your hands, church. Give God your breakthrough shout. That one is not good enough. Come on, church. Open up your mouth. shout to the Lord with the voice of victory Ah! we release the spirit of joy for it is with joy we draw from the wells of salvation I decree you have joy unspeakable in the name of Jesus now clap your hands church one more time give God praise